0: Wherever you see faith being expressed, you read through the Old Testament, read through the New Testament, you'll always see faith going hand in hand with the expression of thanksgiving to God, men and women of God, the heroes of the faith, sometimes in the toughest of situations, but extolling God, praising God's name, glorifying God's name, exalting His name, acknowledging God. And what happens? God always does something amazing and there's there's so many stories as I was like going through this and like thinking of men and the women throughout the Bible and some of the things God did it's it was overwhelming to try and pick and choose <laughs> because wherever you look throughout the Bible where men and women have walked with God and their faith has been expressed and they've acknowledged God and you know God's done amazing things on their behalf and there's an incredible testimony and story to be told But Let's take hold of this principle that when we live in a state of thanksgiving, it causes the value that God has placed in our lives to appreciate and grow in value. I want to move on a little bit um, in um, staying in Chronicles chapter 16 and look at verse 41. It says, With them were Heman and Jerjuthan and the rest of those chosen and designated by name to give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. And the rest of those chosen and designated by name. So it wasn't just that the Israelites, out of the Israelites, there was the Levites. Out of the Levites, they were appointed by name to fulfill various functions. And you can go and read about some of the cool stuff that they did. I enjoyed it quite a lot because having grown up as a drummer, they specifically mention how someone was given the job of playing the cymbals. And um, I, I still have to take this up with a good friend, a friend of mine, uh, Andrew Griff, who you know, always has a snide remark about the dramas. Because he plays the piano and the piano is not mentioned in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, quite interestingly. But what is mentioned right up front is the guy who played the cymbals. So, yeah, there's something in that. <laughs> but these guys were chosen and designated by, by God by name. Well, you have been chosen and designated by God by name as well to be a praiser, to be someone who gives thanks and exalts and glorifies his name. So if you're like thinking, well, you know, is it me that Brett's talking about? Is this really for me? Absolutely, you have been chosen and designated by name to give thanks to the Lord. Turn to the person next to you and say, he's talking about me. Talking about <laughs> 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 but just like the airplanes that we spoke about at the beginning, and we said that the law of gravity applies equally to all airplanes. Many of them stay Grounded and they don't take off, but the moment that they piloted and um, the right amount of speed and the right inclination of the flaps and the wings happens, they take off. I want to say to you that you can stay grounded for the rest of your life because there's always going to be something in this life that's going to be there to keep you down. The gravity is always there to keep us on the ground. And in life, there's always something to keep us down as well. But the, the spiritual law of thanksgiving is like the law of lift, that if we tap into it, it's always available to us to lift us above and beyond our circumstances and to cause us to soar with God. Amen. We've got to stop giving thanks based upon whether we feel like it or not. It's too important a value to be based upon our feelings. Feelings change based upon our circumstances, but values stay the same regardless of how you feel. We've got to give thanks because we've made it a high non-negotiable value in our lives. We've got to choose and designate it to be so. I want to say to you that until you choose to be that kind of person, the person who is generous of spirit, and you choose that you're going to be a thankful person, you're going to be up and you're going to be down, and you're going to be up and you're going to be down. And it's going to be completely influenced by what's going on around you, how you feel in your body, what's happening with the people around you, what's happening in your bank accounts, what's happening with your job prospects, what's happening with your relationship prospects. But we've got to choose and designate that, no, I'm the kind of person, I'm a praiser. I'm the kind of person that lives by thanksgiving. It's a high value in my life. Why? Because God is always the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And He's always deserving of my praise. We've got to stop waiting for all of our circumstances to line up just right before we are thankful. The Word of God teaches us to give thanks in our circumstances, whatever they might be. Not because of your circumstances, but because of the type of person you have chosen to be. I'd like to read for you, and um, you're welcome to turn t- there together with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And I'm going to read for you from verse 16 to verse 22. 1 Thessalonians 5.16 Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And whenever I've heard Thanksgiving being taught or preached about, normally the preacher stops right over there. But actually, I would like to read this whole passage. And uh, in context, I really believe you're going to get excited as well. And see that there's some truths here that we need to get a hold of. It goes on to say, do not quench the Spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. But test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. Let's go back to the beginning of this passage again. Rejoice always. Pray continually. And I don't believe those are necessarily two kinds of different things. Because... If you read um, 1 Chronicles chapter 16, it speaks about the rejoicing there. Come before the presence of the Lord with rejoicing. So it's saying exactly the same thing as this passage in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. When we come before God to honor Him and we're rejoicing over His goodness and over His love and over His mercy and over His many, many wonderful attributes... We should come before him with a spirit of rejoicing and thanksgiving because of those things. And that should influence and permeate completely our prayers. When our prayers are saturated in thanksgiving and praise, the presence of God will always be manifest. And we'll experience an outpouring of God's glory and his goodness in our lives. Give thanks in all circumstances... So this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the Spirit. And I believe these are some cautions for those who are not walking in the truths which are first given in this passage over here. When we are not, we don't have that rejoicing and that thanksgiving in our hearts. It becomes very easy to quench the Spirit in our lives. Why? Because our hearts become cold our hearts become uh, hard toward God. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. Someone who does not walk in thanksgiving and praise will begin to walk in contempt. And I can tell you, if you are around someone who's filled with contempt, contempt for this, contempt for that, nothing is ever good enough, you'll also find a lack of thanksgiving and praise in their life. Hold on to what is good. People who are walking with contempt, they're putting out the Spirit's fire, they are not able to hold on to what is good. It doesn't matter what good happens, it slips through their fingers and slips through their minds like a sieve. They're not able to hold on to it. It just comes and goes just like that. As soon as it's come, it's gone and they're already dwelling upon the negative and the bad things that are pulling them down again. Thanksgiving and praise enables us to hold on to the good because we're keeping God's presence within our hearts when we honor Him. Reject every kind of evil. Well, there's a domino effect that's happening here. If you're not walking in honor toward God and thanksgiving and praise toward Him, then putting out the Spirit's fire, your heart becomes cold and hard, content, contempts, comes in they're not able to hold on to the good the next thing is they're not able to reject every kind of evil all of a sudden people are walking in sin in areas that become a bondage um, to them and there's a hold over them they become imprisoned by things and when you speak to them their hearts are cold toward God and they their hearts are not open so we don't want to fall into that bracket of people right we want to fall into the bracket of those who have a rejoicing uh, praying continually, giving thanks in all circumstances. In the Amplified, it says, In every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continually give thanks to God, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Let's say it together. This is, this is the will of God for me in Christ Jesus. Have you ever said, what is the will of God? If only I knew what God wanted for me. (laughs) Yeah, the word of God is saying, this is the will of God for you. If you've ever asked that question, you know, we spoke about the domino effect just now. And I really, truly believe that this is the big, massive domino. That when this one falls, it sets into motion a whole bunch of other blessings in our lives. When we begin to operate in the spiritual law of thanksgiving and praise we begin to walk in the favor and blessing of God and we begin to see the favor of God and the redemption and power of God and the restoration of God and we begin to see value being added to our lives in all sorts of different ways. I want to talk to you about something that is so powerful now. <laughs> this is shouting ground for me. I've never seen this in the Word of God before. It's Just completely blown open my thinking about this. And um, I'm hoping you guys grab this as well. I want to speak to you about how Thanksgiving opens doors. Thanksgiving has got the power to open doors. You're like going, what doors? Why are we talking about doors? Well, we know that doors are an access point into something, right? And Thanksgiving will give you access into the presence of God and into the favor and blessing and provision and protection of God and every other blessing that is contained within the Bible. Psalm 100 verse 4 to 5 says this. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Let's say it again. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. It's the access point. It's the doorway into the presence of God. I spoke earlier about how, how you often see in Scripture, wherever you see praise, you see thanksgiving. When you see thanksgiving, you see praise. And you can see that at work in this passage over here. And I just want to say thanksgiving and praise are two sides of the same coin. If you're wondering, well, what should my ratio of thanksgiving to praise be? Those technical people amongst you here. You know, wondering, I know there's a burning question. (laughs) Well, scripturally, you should mix your thanksgiving with your praise and your praise with your thanksgiving. When we lift up God's holy name and we praise him for his attributes... It causes thanksgiving to well up in our hearts. When we are pondering and dwelling upon and meditating upon the goodness of God and the love of God and the mercy of God, you know, toward us, what I know about you, I immediately begin to feel, you know, thanksgiving rising up. Wow, God is so good. That's so amazing. You know, this is how God feels about me and He loves me and He wants to do this for me and He's got this blessing in store for me and this provision. And you know, I just begin to feel Thanksgiving rise up within me.